0: Welcome back. This is the So That Got Me Thinking podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about being the main character in your life. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean that our lives are purely dominated by us. Sometimes we feel like we're the main character, that we've got it all going on, that we're making our own decisions. Um, And then sometimes we can feel like we're the chorus at the back and that other people are in control and other people are taking us on this journey where they want us to go and there's a brilliant quote which says you are the main character in your story you are the architect of your happiness everyone else is simply a visitor I just wanted us to consider that day because are there times when you feel like a visitor in your own life I know I've been there and I just want us to realize how amazing we actually are like we have one life And the length of that life, we don't really know. And I want us to consider, do you have a bucket list? You know, do you live your life the way you want to? Unapologetically, because it's your life. There are 8 billion people in this world. And there is only one you. And do you show up for yourself in that way? Do you impact others in that way? Unapologetically. What is that life that you want for you? And can you be the main character in it? Because you could be limiting yourself when you are meant to shine, especially when we compare and we admire others so much that we don't consider ourselves that main character. And I'm here to tell you today, just as a little reminder, whenever you're listening to the podcast, that you own that main character in your life because you are the only you in 8 billion people in this world and that makes you pretty spectacular. Now on today's podcast we've got Joe Fuller who is the founder of Merry Menopause and believes that education equals empowerment and action to give you a Merry Menopause and this was the conversation I didn't even know that I needed but let me just tell you now Joe is the main character in her life and you can just hear it in her voice and she was an absolute pleasure to have on board. Think about that this week. When are you the main character? Can you show up as her or him every single day? You're pretty special, people. Don't forget that. Hello, and welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host, Nat. And today I am super excited because we've got the amazing Joe Fuller on from The Merry Menopause. Welcome, Joe. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me, Natalie. Lovely to be here. Now... I'm going to just dive straight into this because your kind of tagline is take control, take action and you will have a merry menopause. Now, I must be honest. I am a woman now who's coming up to 39 and I think I know things, but I really don't.
1: Mm. Is this normal, Joe, to like think, you know, or know very little? Absolutely. I mean, women, (laughs) we're not taught, we're not taught about this, Natalie. So the menopause... (laughs) is a natural hormonal transition it's the same as puberty it's the other end of our of our hormonal journey uh it marks the end of our fertility but it does not mark the end of our life and you know for a long time menopause has had a really bad pr really bad Mm. messaging that it's something to dread it's something to fear and it's all over your sex life your career everything it's so wrong and the menopause is going to happen to every woman Yes. Um, and it, it there's a there's a lot involved in the menopause, but it is about the drop off of our ovarian function and the production of the sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone and testosterone. And it starts to happen in our mid 30s. Our ovarian function starts to right. in our mid 30s. But most women, if indeed they are symptomatic, because not everybody is symptomatic, mm. um, your symptoms can start to show. Around your age, Natalie, really around sort of 39 to early 40s. And that has been called, you know, early menopause. I'm not a medical professional, but I don't believe that that's early. I think that's normal. Okay. And I look back on my own experience, and I think around 42 was really when things started to shift for me. And I was completely unaware of what was going on. I could really feel it in my body and my mind. I had just lost my mum around that time. So, Mm, you know, things can be exacerbated by stress. But definitely there was a big shift for me around the age of 42. Um, And a lot of women will feel that in their early 40s. And they'll go to their doctor and say, I feel depressed. I've got anxiety. um, I'm just not feeling right. The doctor will say, you're still having periods. Yes, I'm still having periods. Okay, it's not your menopause. And first line response is antidepressants. so many women are medicated
0: now for the wrong thing for the wrong
1: thing for the wrong thing because your menopause starts before your periods stop
0: i saw this because you've got a masterclass coming up joe haven't you which is about your menopause starts before your period stops and i was taken a little bit back because i know there's this whole conversation about perimenopause which i'm going to ask about next and i thought I did not know this. And I it would class myself as quite educated. I love to read, you know, especially I like to make informed choices about my body. And I thought, why, as a woman, coming up to 40, do I not know about this? And I was a bit, yeah, I was
1: a bit taken aback. I did not know this, Joe. I know. And once you know it, Natalie... Once you know, so my so my big thing is education because I believe mm. education leads to empowerment, and then when you feel empowered, you can take action. Nice, you know. And I think it's it's you know women's health becomes a women's rights issue.
0: Yeah, you know, there's
1: a lot of people out there talking about it. How badly represented we are by the medical profession, and I get the role of GPs. They haven't, you know, they have an awful lot to do, but they do not study menopause in their training. They get roughly about seven hours, and it's an what? optional, and it's an optional add-on we're talking we're talking about every 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 woman that's 51 percent of the population population. wow you know so it's 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 really important that we educate ourselves so you know that's why it's wonderful to do podcasts like this and you know reach the audience because ladies once you know what's happening you can be prepared
0: and is that you sorry joe just, no, is peri- that really the work of the Mary Menopause? is that education and the empowerment and just helping spread those messages that it hasn't got to be the end of your womanhood as you know it. Like it can be a new phase of your life where you really are able
1: to flourish in a different way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I see so many. So what, what happens when our so the perimenopause. So the menopause itself is one day. It's the day of your last period. So once you haven't had a period for 12 months, you are deemed to be post-menopause so really? all the years that can be like 10 15 years leading up to that one day and for most women it, women it's retrospective so i'm also a mm. big fan of cycle tracking because that really helps women to um track the hormonal changes during their perimenopause so if that is your menopause it's that one day and then after that the 30 odd years you've got to live after that the average the average age of that one day that menopause day is around the age of 51 in the uk okay so then you live 30 years post, post, yeah, the, the rest of, the of your life without any hormones or depleting hormones. So that is a third of your life, it's a huge chunk of time. Wow. It's not yeah. to be written off. So, what, what I really want is I want women to, I hate the word flourish actually, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna have used it now, but I want women to, to live the F fully word. For, the, for the F words, <laughs> I want women to live fully for that 30 years of their life, yes. and that is possible. If during this period of perimenopause, this sort of 10-ish years of perimenopause, when things are shifting mentally and physically, you adapt, you acknowledge, mm. and you go with the flow and you make those changes. We can't do the things we did when we were 30-year-old women. You know, yeah. physically, our, our bodies are changing. We can't eat what we used to eat. Our metabolism slows down. You don't have to put on weight during your menopause. That you is a big. It's a big, big thing. Miss. It's a big, big thing. Mm. But you have to adapt. You yeah. can't eat and drink how you used to. You can't exercise how you used to. So it's about making the changes. I've, I have um, I have my own podcast, which is a book club. You and, do. I, I, yeah, and I interview authors who've written books around midlife and hormones and women's health. And that's how I've educated myself through reading. And I just, yeah. you know, it's so important. It's so important, ladies, that you learn about this major transition in your life. And it can be really positive and a really amazing time. You don't have to sink. You don't have to let it get the better of you. And, uh, yeah, and, and let it be the, be the end of life as you know it. It's, it's, yes. women, women come out of menopause and do amazing things. You know, new relationships, new jobs. It's, it's powerful. Weird, we're not, it? we're not, we are not told that. No. All it is is we just talk about the textbook symptoms: mm. hot flashes, weight gain, yes. painful sex. That's all yes. it is, and it's that's that's such a small part of it, and it doesn't. They don't have to be. You don't have to be symptomatic. Joe, I'm feeling empowered
0: just listening to you. But <laughs> if I was thinking, oh, what what signs can I look out for if I'm thinking about perimenopause? So this ten-year possible period. Yeah. What am I looking out for, like just for awareness? for women who were thinking oh perhaps i am in perimenopause and what what are we looking out for joe
1: okay so the first the three most common symptoms of the perimenopause the three that go undiagnosed and and get women into a bit of panic are cognitive symptoms so that's anxiety depression low mood and that's due to the lack of estrogen in your body and that's when a lot of women will suddenly notice a shift in their mood and think i'm not I'm not as happy as I used to be I'm not as positive mm. as I used to be and hence going to the doctor so look out for those look out for you know again track keep note of your mood your periods will start to shift they'll start to change they can become lighter or heavier they can become closer together or further apart so okay. keep again keep it keep a note of what your periods are doing keep a note of your flow whether it's getting heavier or lighter and they're the sort of the the early the early symptoms and what what you can do around that time, A, recognise it and, and understand it and then start doing things. Again, I hate undo a bit of an eye roll again when I say self-care. <laughs> but it is about, it is about acknowledging, okay, what are my triggers? You know, and it's about managing stress. Stress mm-hmm. and management is one of the most important things. Your body is shifting so much, it's under stress with the hormone and imbalance.
0: So you put Mm -hmm. a post up this morning, which I was intrigued by. So you put a post up this morning about stress and kind of stress related to our diet. Now, Mm. I've been thinking about stress in my life recently. But, you know, when you you're so used to a way of maybe exercising or just keeping on the the hamster wheel of doing, doing, doing. And it's only when I reflected and thinking, gosh, how much stress am I putting on my on myself, on my body? And when you put that up about food related, I was. Although I know that things, I never related it to internal. You know, it was almost like stress is external. And it's only when I was looking at that, I thought, "Gosh, this is so intriguing about always." You know, about inflammatory foods and sugars and the stresses we put on ourselves in different ways.
1: I mean, we have mental stress and we have physical stress. Yeah, Um, and. What we really need to—the do, the reason why stress management is so important, Natalie, at this at this chat—well, for women throughout their life. Yes. What we have when we when our ovaries stop to stop producing the sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, we have our adrenal glands. They're two little glands that sit above our kidneys, and they provide us with a backup of hormones for the rest of our life. But they're only going to do that if they're in good working order. Like anything in mm. our body, you know. So if we burn out, if we are stre- if we have a stressful life during this major transition, A, we're gonna deplete our hormone back up yeah. from our adrenals. Yeah. Um it's it it's it all interlinks. It's like a big spidery diagram, if I could draw it, you know, what you eat causes stress, how you exercise causes stress, if your relationship's mm. causing your stress. If your job's causing you stress, if the school runs causing you stress, if your in laws, you know, for a lot of women, they're looking after kids, they're climbing the career ladder. You know, there's yeah. more women in work now, juggling in lots of in, in, in their menopausal years than there ever mm. has been. Um, and, um, you know, they're looking at caring after caring for ill parents. You know, they've got an awful yeah. lot going on. And it's about putting boundaries in and it's about asking for help. And it's about looking after yourself. This really is the time Mm. to look after yourself because your body is asking you. All these symptoms is asking Mm. you, talking to you. You know, and Mm. many of the symptoms that you know, the poster symptoms, um, hot flush things, can be controlled by diet. You know, sleep. Sleep is another big one that shifts. Again, that can be down to metabolism, digestion, what you're eating. We cannot metabolize sugar like we used to. So, you know, wine, alcohol and the perimenopause, it, it's not its a good mix. It's not a good mix because, you know, you have a glass of wine to unwind. But what that's going to do is your blood sugar is going to drop um, in the middle of the night, which is going to set your adrenals going, which is going to reduce, release cortisol and adrenaline. And that's going to wake you up in the middle of the night. If you, you know, if you just if you get the sleep disruption, you get into a pattern of sleep disruption, mm. the wheels are going to come off. Yeah. So again, it's like, you know, it's sleep, it's stress, it's diet, the wrong kind of exercise. Yes. You know, it's at, where we used to, you know, run 15K three times a week. That's too much stress for many of us now at this time. Mm. So it's uh, it's it's about, you know, more gentle exercise, modifying your exercise, taking the stress out of exercise, still keep moving. It's so important to keep moving, but it's weight bearing, it's resistance training, it's, it's building strength, muscle strength, rather than, you know really really stressful um yeah and it's i guess it's It's modifying and accepting
0: yes acceptance i suppose and it's the old thing isn't it that you know our body whispers to us before it roars to us and tells us you have to do it so listen to the whispers at the beginning before your body is just totally out of whack with you
1: and everything you know all through your life your body's talking to you if you Mm. get a headache there's a reason you're dehydrated you're stressed you know you've eaten something we get all these little and and we just Regist. talk to medicate, take away the pain oh yeah Less and math. I'm all about yeah and I'm very much about but why why do you keep getting headaches is that hormones is that yeah. dehydration is that stress get to the root cause of it sort it out and it's gone but we're just a culture where we want a quick fix all the time yeah. and that's what many women want with um you know the menopause they want it to go away but you cannot cure it it's not an illness yeah, hrt is a game changer for many many women i'm not anti-hrt okay all, but it's not a placebo it's not a, it's not a panacea sorry yeah i know that. hrt hrt is not a panacea it's not a cure it can yeah. support you yes but if you're on hrt and you're looking at those other areas of your life you, you're not going to see the The, benefits the changes oh joe so i'm going to ask you my
0: two questions i always ask joe yeah has there been um an event or a circumstance or something that's happened particularly in your life that's changed your outlook and how you show up for you
1: the perimenopause really the perimenopause it you know it it was such it was such a big shift for me in those early 40s and obviously I had a lot going on with my mum so I did I did do a lot of of work on myself and I did do a lot of investigation because I felt so out of kilter and I started Mm. talking to older women and unfortunately I've couldn't have that conversation with my mum yeah. because she passed away before I realized it but it was a massive massive shift for me in um yeah mental and physical um and it was a game changer Merry menopause came out of my menopause you know and it mm-hmm. came as a as, as, as a homage to my mum and to all the women of her generation who yeah
0: suffered Suppered in
1: silence in silence yeah and they didn't pass the information down to us it was taboo wasn't it was so taboo so this <laughs> You know, Mary Menopause is my, yeah, it's my it's my homage to my mum and all oh, the generations up. of women in my family and for many of us at my age, you know, whose parents didn't talk about it. And it's about yeah. opening it up so that women in their 20s and 30s know that it's coming, mm. but they're not scared of it. They're not dreading it. It's like, oh, yeah, menopause, it's meant to be a really empowering time of life. Oh, Jo, uh, You know, not like, oh, my God, the menopause. It's like, oh, yeah, you are really to forward do, to that. yeah okay I
0: I'm so intrigued when I saw more obviously I did some research doing more looking into more of your things. I was like I really need to I loved when you just said the word investigation and that's how I felt with what I really need to get to grips with almost like the next stages that I'm going into I think we're so Ooh. used to being in you know my my kids are teenagers now and I'm so used to oh we're on that stage I'm thinking well before long I'm you know slowly doing this transition period and I really need to like do that investigation work so um
1: Yes. and talk to your you've families expired. about it you know yeah let th- let them know you know because a lot of women will suffer from mood swings again they can be they could be managed with diet and exercise and stress management you know mm. all the symptoms that you've got can can be managed some women are luckier than others you know some women you know the, a lot of trauma that you've experienced oh. in the past can surface at this time it's a really really good time to deal with stuff so you can move into life post-menopausal, fit, healthy. You know, mentally
0: embracing.
1: Yeah, mm. I love you know, that. it's a real, it's a real, it's a real time for. You've got to be brave. It takes brave. You know, it takes being vulnerable, and it takes being brave to make these changes. But the results for the next thirty years of your life are going to be, yeah well okay.
0: worth it well as we've mentioned bravery joe <laughs> that is a very tedious link but um i often ask if anyone's got like a favorite quote um and i know yours touches on um someone that i admire and love which is Brene brown oh. um oh, i know joe Brene for president oh absolutely <laughs> Can she come to the
1: uk Do you Can think she just, yeah just be the <laughs> the, the global leader Yes. Okay, let's just go for Incredible. that. Global
0: Domination by Brene. That's yeah. fine. Okay, well, I'll ask her when I see her for t- coffee next.
1: <laughs> can I come? Yeah. So you know, come oh, you up there.
0: We'll talk Merry Menopause. It'll be so empowering. Oh. I'm in. Um. <laughs> but out of all of the quotes,
1: what, what, which one have you chosen, Joe? Okay, so yeah, as we said, so Brene Brown, I've... You know, again, I, I came across her in my forties and I was looking at trying to sort out what was going on. Um, yeah. And she's an incredible woman and she has a, an incredible podcast as well. So oh, if, your listeners are not aware of her. She is so worth looking up Um and she has this wonderful quote. So um, I will read it to you. So Brene says, I think midlife is when the universe gently places her hand upon your shoulders and whispers in your ear. I'm not screwing around. It's time. <laughs> All of this pretending and performing, these coping mechanisms that you develop to protect yourself from feeling inadequate and getting hurt, have to go. Time is growing short. There are unexplored adventures ahead of you. You can't live the rest of your life worried about what other people think. You were born worthy of love and belonging. Courage and daring are coursing through you. You were made to live and love with your whole heart. It's time to show up and be seen. Brene Brown.
0: Where do I just bow to her? That's oh. all I know. Like, I've got goose pimples. I've, I've read oh, that quote no. loads of times. But it's just, she just hit, like, she's able to just hit on the head, like, everything
1: that you feel so succinctly. And it's, it's, true. Oh, it's, it's true. true. It's true. Every like we word to re- touches you. We need to reframe what this menopause transition is. It needs to mm. reframe it. It needs the PR on it. You know, it just needs changing so that women yeah it's kind of like we've been held back by it been held down by our yeah. hormones for all these years by you know the patriarchy it's like we you know we're told to work on a 24-hour clock when actually you know we work on a 28-day cycle yeah you so know true. and it's you know it's it's you know we're getting there our voices are being heard there's still an awful lot of work to do but you know if we want parity in leadership you know yes. in senior leadership we need to support women through the menopause you know if we want women in more senior positions in big global organizations in politics in you know we need to support them during this transition because this is a time when a lot of women will leave work because yeah. they're symptomatic mm. so there's so much tied up in it
0: wow i feel like i could talk to you forever joe but i know you're extremely <laughs> extremely busy lady um
1: what so just as a
0: final few things what um what do, do all women need to know joe
1: that the menopause is not an illness mm-hmm. it cannot be cured and you will experience it and embrace yes. it learn about it educate yourself on it you know we we have to the the knowledge is getting bigger there's lots of people like me now out there there's you know many many what we call men of this who are spreading the word many oh, I love it. But there are a lot of people talking very negatively. So tu- tune into what responds to you. You know, there's mm. a lot of negative talk about it. Investigate,
0: empower education.
1: Yeah, that go for, is what go for the women to. that are talking positively about it.
0: Always, in general, in life, but especially about yeah. these things. joe yeah. you know, where can people find it about the amazing Mary Menopause?
1: Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram at the Mary Menopause. Um, I have a uh, Facebook page and I have a private group on Facebook um so feel free to come and join us again I try and keep that as um upbeat and positive as I can but real you know some women are not having a great time yeah um so um and I'm a coach so I try and get in there and do a bit of coaching with people you can find about working with me on my website marymenopause.com and obviously I've got the the podcast the Mary Menopause book club podcast and I will where put... I interview authors of some amazing Wonderful books book. that, yeah I mean I'd love to get Brene on one day oh joe where would we go with that
0: (laughs) can you just send her in my way then can we have our own like we'll do a joint joint podcast yeah okay fine it's all coming together all around yeah it's fine um thank you so much and i will link all of joe's amazing um work in the podcast notes and i'm so um gonna go and check out your new masterclass the menopause starts before your period stop i just feel empowered and enlightened and i love it thank you so much for your time joe
1: Oh Natalie, thank you. It's so lovely to speak to somebody who gets it. Well, I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying to get it, Joe. You're gonna you're gonna have a merry menopause, I know you are.
0: I'm going for it. Joe, thank you so much, and thank you everyone for listening. Have a lovely, lovely day. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: I hope you enjoy this week's edition of the podcast. If you did, please give us a review or share this podcast with a friend, and I will see you next week on the So That Got Me Thinking podcast. Oh, 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 oh,